the Jesus and Joe podcast. My name is Georgia, and I am so excited that you are here. Through this podcast, I want to be able to encourage you, to hype you up, and to get you excited on God's truth. I can't wait to just have these precious moments with you. So, girlfriend, I don't think you're ready for this one, but let's get started. Welcome back, y'all. Welcome back. That was so Southern. Oh, my word. But anyways, welcome back to the Jeans and Joe podcast. And let me just be, I might be late to the game, but welcome back to school. Welcome back. They're glad to have you. Um, there's lots of mixed emotions when I think of when I had to go back to school, especially after a long break. It could be summer or it could have been winter break. It didn't matter because I had a couple different emotions flying around. Some were good, some were bad, but like it was crazy. And today we're actually going to just talk about them because I don't feel like this is talked about enough. It is something where, I don't know, I get these like messages I feel like from the Lord and he's just like you need to talk about this you need to remind them of this because God has so much purpose and there's just so much he has in store for you at the place that you're at right now I feel like so many girls they think as soon as I graduate God's gonna do something big as soon as I become a mom as soon as I become a wife as soon as I and we're all jumping into that next season but y'all today we're talking exactly where you are at today because this is what god wants you to remember as you're stepping onto this campus when i was in school and i'm 24 so like honestly in may i'm hitting three years out of college which literally feels crazy because i still feel like a young skipper i'm not gonna lie i really don't feel 24 and that's okay but wow crazy. But when I was in school, I can remember that the last week before I went off was exam week. Like, I mean, all of us were doing exams. We were stressed out. We had no sleep. We were basically running on Starbucks coffee and we were, we were struggling and that's okay. But what I was so excited for was I was excited to be able to go back home, to be able to rest, not to feel like I was quote on and I had to be um, studying my booty off for these exams, I could just be at home and relax with the people that I literally love the most. But then the days became shorter and then all of a sudden I had to go back to school. And I had these two emotions and I feel like you and I can relate on this, okay? I was excited to go back to school because of one thing only, to see my friends. I was that kind of student. Like I barely like really wanted to do the whole studying situation i just loved the people and i really think that was really the reason why i went to school in the first place but i was so excited to see my people and um i was not excited for another semester of learning new courses learning new people in my class starting kind of quote all over again like i wasn't really looking forward to it and i think that perspective kind of blinded me from what god was actually doing that semester Another thing that I would do is like, I got a new agenda for every Christmas. I always got a new planner, which we love. Shout out to Michelle. We loved the new planner, but I would try to plan out my entire semester. Literally, I I wish I was kidding when I say this, but like in January, I was already planning my formal date. That wasn't until May. Like I was already planning these things. I was planning what I was going to do for spring break. I was planning all these situations, all these kinds of things, meeting all these people, whatever. The thing was, is that when I finally, when I look back on my time in college, and if I could tell her anything, I would tell her these four things. I'm speaking to you today because I want you to remember this. 
But instead of dreading this upcoming semester, instead of planning it out to the T, I want your perspective to be changed. And I want you to just think for a second, and I want you to be expectant. That's the word for your semester, is just to be expectant that God is going to do something so stinking cool right now. In these nine weeks, God is going to do something insanely cool. There's a verse in Isaiah 51:16, and y'all, it is so stinking cool. It says, I have put my words in your mouth. I being God, God has put his words in your mouth and has covered you with the shadow of his hand. You are my people. You are so much more than just a college student. You're more than what your sorority letters say. You're more than the team that you're on and you are more than what your friends think you are. To God, you are his hands and his feet on that campus. When you were a, before you were even a thought on your parents' mind, God knew exactly why he was going to send you to this campus specifically. When I was in college and when I was a senior in high school, I was trying to figure out where I was going to go to school. I had two big options. One was in Mississippi and one was Sanford in Birmingham, Alabama. And if you go to Sanford, I'm so jealous and I literally love that school. But I wanted to be like my mom and I wanted to go to Sanford or I wanted to go to a private Christian school in Mississippi. And what was so just cool with God's plan is that that wasn't his purpose for me to be on those campuses. They were great schools, but God had something so much bigger for me in store. He sent me to a little tiny school in Cookville, Tennessee, and I think being in a non-Christian school, in a public college campus, God was able to use me in a way I've never really felt comfortable before, but I felt so, I just felt exactly where I was supposed to be. When God calls you to a place, he equips you with what he's going to give you. He's going to give you the friends. He's going to give you the resources. He's going to do all of it because he has purpose for you and where he's at. He's not going to just put you somewhere without anything to help you get through that. No, like he is a God who wants to be able to make sure you are performing your best and to do the purpose out well and perfectly. That is the gist of it. But I also think that whenever we read this verse saying that God has put the words in your mouth and has covered you with the palm of his hand and it's how he's saying that you are my people. Y'all, this verse even applies to me as a college graduate. This verse applies to my mom who has three kids and is working a full-time job. This verse applies to you right now. When I was a chaplain in my sorority, I remember just seeing the Bible in a whole new different way. God is able to meet us exactly where we're at. There are so many stinking verses that truly relate to us in college. And I am just literally just saying, y'all, you need to open up your Bibles and just read it with fresh eyes. God is speaking to you because God knows exactly where you're at. He knows the age that you're at. He knows who you're with. He knows it all. And he wants to be able to pour it into you. He wants to show you the truth of the why you are on this campus, why you're in these classes, why you have this major. God wants to use you right where you're at. So thank you for listening to my little spiel. Now we're going to get into the four reminders. And guys, this is this is not some really just happy, feel-good things. This is, this is really truth. This is really good truth. And I'm really excited to share this message because 
I wish I heard something like this whenever I was in college. I wish I had somebody that came alongside me and encouraged me in this way. And so I'm really glad that you're here because I know that God has you here for a reason. So here we go, y'all. Buckle up. Here we go. I'm excited to share this with you. Number one, the purpose why God sent you here in the first place is the same purpose why he brought you back. That needs to be on your wall. I'll repeat it again. The purpose why he sent you to this school in the first place is the reason why he sent you back. God's work in you is not done. You may have had a fresh little break, but I truly feel like little breaks, either whether it's summer or it's winter break, God's able to recharge you. You were able to spend undistracted time with your Heavenly Father, and I feel like these breaks are perfect times to do it. You're not by your friends. You're not distracted with, like, life's plans or the parties or the studying or anything like that. Like, you can actually have some really great one-on-one time with God. You'll be able to understand that there is purpose in why he sent you to this specific school in the first place. It may have not been your top choice, but it was God's first choice for you. The reason why he sent you back, I think, is so stinking simple. Because you are truly being his hands and feet on this campus. And the work that you are doing is not complete until he says so. I'm one of those people, like, if we were friends, I don't know, like, I feel like we're friends. But, like, one of the things that I love to do is when my friends, when they come up to me and they tell me, like, what's going on in their lives, I just always have this perspective that God's going to do something even better. Like, I have such a belief that God's work is not done. It's not done. It's not. And what he has in store for you is so much better than anything you could ever plan or think or imagine. Ephesians 3.20, if y'all want to write that down too, there you go. But I'm saying God is so cool. And so we think that we have our plans and our lives mapped out to a T. But guys, God is so perfect with the plan that he has for you. It can't be replicated. It can't be written down because it's too good to be true. And he's writing it right now. What he's doing through you on this campus, what he's doing through your sorority sisters, your teammates, your classmates, what he's doing through you is you are exactly where you're supposed to be at. Right where you're supposed to be at. God needs you where you're at right now. Don't wait to the very end of college to make a difference. Let him make a difference through you now. There is purpose in why you were there. And the reason why you were back on that campus is because God's work is not done. Y'all, I feel like a preacher Joe just came up. That was so, oh, that was good. Okay, so that's the first one. The purpose of why you were there in the first place is the same purpose why he's sending you back. Number two, I feel like this lesson can kind of be applied to any situation in life. But I think it is a reminder that I wish that I heard maybe once or twice. (laughs) God is God. A three-letter phrase, God is God. There's, it's such a small phrase, but there's so much truth in it. I was actually talking to my friend Emma the other night, and I was telling her, I'm like, you know what, Emma, sometimes I feel like I forget who I'm praying to. I forget that 
God, who I'm speaking to right now, has the ability to heal the sick. He has the power to fulfill, to make things become a reality. He listens to my prayers and still has so, like, he literally is taking care of everything else, but is able to stop and listen to me. He's the guy that makes me feel loved and known every single second of my life. And when I come to him, and if I'm praying for something so small as, like in college, I was praying for something as small as, like, God, I just really need to pass my test. Or if it was something even hard as, like, God, this is the lowest I've ever felt in my life. God is God, and he's good at it. So no matter what this semester brings you this year, whether it's a lot of joy, which I pray that there is, or maybe it's a couple lessons learned, I want you to remember who's by your side, who's never going to leave your side. God is so sweet, and I had this, I have this devotional that I wrote for freshmen in college, and I, I was mentioning to him that college is the perfect time to know exactly who your Lord and Savior is, because it's truly like this one-on-one -on -one time that you have with him, because you're finally being able to look at your life from a bigger picture and go, okay. I have a choice in what I want to do now. And the only one who knows what that choice is going to be is the one that's walking right beside you. God wants what's best for you. And what's best for you right now, and I know this can apply to everybody, but that you're walking alongside him and you know that he is God. There are some lessons that professors can teach and your friends can give you advice on, but the most simple piece of advice and the most simple truth that can truly shut any worry, can shut any single doubt, and can make you completely feel at peace, is that God is God. Don't forget that semester. I feel like that is something that we can all fall back on, no matter what we're feeling. God is God. Number three, there is purpose in each person you see on that campus. And they serve as purpose in your life. I'm not sure how old you are, but I may be a little bit older than you. And if we are the same age, cool. But if you're a little bit younger than me, amazing. I've been on the planet for 24 years. And I can say that when I can think of all the people that have come and gone in my life, there's a purpose that they have served in my life. It could be the smallest interaction I had with a person. Like, for example, if I met someone and they told me to have a really great day and I was having the worst day ever and they told me to have a good one, I mean, it changes my perspective. Or it could be like something huge is like a best friend comes to my life and they're lifelong friends and I, they're with me forever and ever. They serve a purpose in my life. Each person serves pers a purpose in your life, but they also have a purpose as well. One of my favorite things I have started doing is that when I see a gift in somebody, I tell them straight up, you have a gift. When I see that God's purpose is truly being fulfilled in their life and you can just see that this is where God is calling them, let them know. We're not supposed to be on this planet to look around and be comparing our lives to others and going, I wish I was doing this. I wish I was that. I wish I... No. God has such a unique plan for you and a unique purpose that it can't just be given to anybody. 
So I want you to know that where you're at, what God has called you to, this is not like a task or a mission he gives to anyone and everybody. He gave this specifically for you. So the next time that an interaction you have, and you're going to meet lots of new people this semester, I promise you. But I want you to have the perspective and I want you to see with fresh eyes that God gave, put this person in your life for a reason and in the first place. He didn't do it on accident. There's purpose in everything. So I want you to look at people and think, why did God bring this person in my life? Write it down. Write down all the new people you've met this semester. It's kind of cool. Like, honestly, when you think about it, you can just be like, wow, I met that person and this happened and that happened. Like, God uses people all the time. So never forget that God has literally his hand on every single person in that room. Let him show you why he put these people in your life. And number four. I love this. It kind of goes along with number two, but it's God is good at being God and shining his glory through you. It kind of goes back also to the message that we said in the first place, saying that God's words are inside of you. God loves to speak through you. And guys, you don't have to be on a stage to let God speak through you. You don't have to be somebody who's leading a Bible study for God to speak through you. You don't have to be a social media influencer. You don't have to be somebody who is just kicking booty and has all these followers and all this exposure. No. God is speaking through you. He never, ever said that you had to have X amount of followers or X amount of this, X amount of that experience. None of that. God is working through you right now and is speaking through you right now. And you might be thinking, Georgia, oh, Georgia, what are you talking about? Like, God does not speak through me. You want to bet? Let me tell you then. <laughs> Some ways that God speaks through people is through encouragement. I think we can see through so many examples in the word. And like, I'm encouraging you. This is the perfect time to open your Bibles as in college. But the way that he speaks to people, it comes with love and encouragement and peace. You can be that in somebody's life. You can be that listener that Jesus was for his friends. You can be that encouragement that some girl really needed that day because they're really low on themselves. You can be that light when there doesn't look like there's any light in anyone's life right now. You're not on this campus just to get a degree. You're not there on this campus to see or figure out, okay, what's my next step? What's the next goal? God used me in ways that I never, ever planned for myself. And that's what's happening to you right now. As we close today's podcast, I want to pray over this semester for you. I know you've got a lot on your plate, a lot on your mind, and there's just so many things that are going on. And it looks like there's like no breaks basically right now. But this is something where we're going to lift up this semester together. We're going to pray for every single test, every exam, every interaction, every person, every classmate, every professor. But we're also going to pray for you and your relationship with Jesus. This is not a coincidence that you're listening today. I know that God has met every single person in this area or maybe even in this podcast tonight to remind them that you're not in this alone. 
you don't do college alone. You do it with him. So let's pray. Heavenly Father, I just thank you so much for this listener. Father, I lift up just the semester that lies before them. God, I know it's full of just a lot of stress and there could be lots of joy, God. But there's people, there's exams and tests and lots of studying in between. Lord, I pray with every single waking moment, you remind them that you are right by their side. God, there's nothing in this world that is too big for you because you are God and you're good at it. What an honor and privilege it is to be able to walk alongside you as we go through one of the most confusing and stressful four years of our lives, God, but it's one that is so memorable because it could be one that we get to do with you. Father, I pray these four little reminders are just something that they can really hold on tight to. The four little lifelines to remember throughout their day, God. But I pray, God, that you are just so evident and your presence is so known right now. This semester is going to be something so special. I know it is. And you're going to show them what you are going to do. God, let their hearts be open. Let their eyes be wide. And God, let their ears hear what you have to say and what you're going to do. They need you, God. And I pray that you are meeting them right where they're at. It's in your name that I pray. Amen. I am so excited to see what God's going to do through this semester. You are the perfect person for the purpose that he has for you on this campus. Know that if you ever need anything, I'm just one DM away. I love you guys so much. And thank you so much for listening with us today. I hope you have a great day.